Play on Words, a literary art series that pairs emerging and established writers with professional actors for live performances in San Jose, California. The series was founded by Melinda Marks, Julia Halpern Jackson, and Nicole Hughes in 2013, and since then has showcased original fiction, nonfiction, theater, and poetry by more than 30 writers. In this season, season one of the Play on Words podcast, we're going to feature artists, writers, and performers from previous shows and interview them about their process. This is episode five, where we talk with Tanya Martin about Suck It Up. Enjoy. Hello. Welcome to the Play on Words Power Half Hour. Your host is me, Ryan Alpers, today here with Tanya Martin. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me. I'd like to welcome you to our our newly refurbished garage. Um, Our previous interviewees were not uh, accustomed to this uh, type of, you know, opulence here that we have with this, uh, you know, nice little fan, walls. It's nice. It's nice. It was also about 100 degrees, uh, believe it or not, before we had the insulation. So, So welcome, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what we're about to hear is a uh, piece of short fiction uh, titled Suck It Up. It was read at Cafe Stritch in January 2016 by Yvette Del Toro. So once again, this is uh, Tanya Martin. Welcome. This is Suck It Up by Tanya Martin. A large dust bunny tumbled along after the old suitcase Valerie extracted from the hall closet and she recognized the hair of her deceased dog hovering on the hardwood floor like a phantom. She bent down and scooped the ball of hair into the palm of her hand. It had lost its coppery luster, but it was undeniably Jasper's hair. He had passed away unexpectedly six months ago and all traces of him were gone. Toys, shampoo, dog bed, the treats were all gone. But here was his fur snowy white with dust and clumped together in a perfect sphere. Although she really ought to be packing for the flight to Los Angeles, Valerie left her suitcase in the hallway and walked to the window to better see the specimen. Sadness stabbed at her momentarily, but curiosity replaced it. What held this ball together? It was so light and weightless in her hand. She reasoned that the hairs were held in place by static electricity and fibers of the hairs somehow snagging on each other. But still, it seemed a miracle that Jasper's hair had remained, hidden away and tumbled together with bits of her world in the darkness, coalescing like the birth of a star every time she opened and shut the closet door. It was a beautiful sphere of fluff, and she decided she didn't want to throw it away. She would put it back in the closet. Valerie heard Kurt come down the stairs in his hiking boots. Kurt had never hiked in his life. The boots were a fashion statement. The cuffs of his dark Levi jeans were rolled meticulously at his ankles, and his beard was finely groomed. When are you going to get a new suitcase? That thing is way past looking vintage. What's in your hand? Oh, a perfect ball of Jasper's hair. I found it in the closet. It's a ball of dust mites and dead shit. I'll get the vacuum cleaner. Wait, I'm not ready to throw it out just yet. The dust mites, Val, you know I'm allergic. Valerie turned her back to Kurt with the dust bunny balanced in the palm of her hand. Kurt opened the adjacent closet door where they kept the vacuum cleaner. He pulled out their Dyson and plugged in the electrical cord. 
Then he got the hose attachment and pointed it at Valerie. Don't come near me, Kurt. I won't let you suck up the last bit of Jasper. You try to sweep up every emotional experience we have. What are you talking about? I'm sensitive. Just because your eyes welled up over Toy Story 3 doesn't mean you're sensitive. You never shed a tear for Jasper. Valerie ran down the hallway with the dust bunny held out before her. Kurt turned on the vacuum cleaner and chased after her. She tripped on Kurt's ukulele case and the dust bunny ascended from her hand and lofted for a moment in the air before Kurt sucked it up with the nozzle of the Dyson. You bastard. Kurt turned off the Dyson and sat down on the carpet beside her. He put his arm around her shoulders, kissed her earlobe, tickling her neck with his whiskers. She shrugged him off. I'm sorry, Val. I'm sorry about Jasper. But I don't think we need to hold on to bits of, a dog, of dog hair to get through this. Go pack your suitcase. We've got a plane to catch. You know, it's okay to hold on to stuff. Like my old suitcase, it was my dad's. And I'm not getting a new one. It's okay to remember pain, Kurt. And in the future, if I want to cling to a bit of dog hair, you need to just let me, okay? Sure, he told her. But when she was upstairs, she heard him vacuuming, vacuuming out the hall closet. And so that was it. We just heard Suck It Up, read by Yvette Del Toro. Tanya Martin's here today chatting with us. My first question for you is that you um, met the people of Play on Words in a rather interesting way. Can you give us a little bit of background about that? Well, I think the first time, I think Julia read for us. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, yeah. And tell us, tell us what that is in case some so listeners here don't really, right. don't really know. So, so we have a reading series and, um, and we wanted to focus on short fiction because there's a lot of poetry events out there and, you know, and, and I think that flash fiction is just the right amount of, uh, time for people to really absorb a story it's not too long, so you don't wander away from from the reader, mm-hmm. and um, so I so it's a really fun kind of playful venue. And um, we had Julia come and read, and her story was fantastic. It was a great fit, and that's how we came to to know about play on words. If I am correct, and I think so. Yeah, the Flash Fiction Forum. You're a not not a monthly no. We're bi-monthly. It's bi-monthly. Bi-monthly event. And where, where are you located? We are hosted in the wonderful works it downtown is, it is San wonderful. Jose. It is a wonderful space. It is really great. Yeah. Yeah. And so these bi-monthly readings of the Flash Fiction Forum, you have the writers come and read, read their piece. Um, pretty typical, you know, uh, not typical. I mean, I love, I love coming there. I love reading, you know, and hearing it. Um, but just in the, in the, in the way that, you know, you expect an author to come and read their piece, you know, flash fiction forum provides that forum for the authors to come and, uh, and, and do that. My, my question is now hearing, you know, we just talked right before this about how, you know, weird it's going to be for you to hear the, uh, hear suck it up read. And then after reading it, you know, Oh yeah, she did such a great job. What's the biggest difference between reading versus hearing your own, your own work? Talk a little bit about that. Wow, I think, yeah, it, it's, yeah. Really, it's really interesting to hear your piece in a, somebody else's voice. Um, reading it, you know, you've written, you've, you've worked on this piece for so long, you've gone over it, it's almost becomes automatic. You know, you almost, you, you, you're not really 
taking it in the way you can when you hear somebody else read it. So it's it's really cool. I actually, you know what? I think it yeah. might have been Gary Singh who uh-huh. told us about play on words, and then we reached out because uh, he's read at both both venues. Gary's great. Yeah, Gary. Yeah. Uh, I've read some of Gary's poetry for for play on words, and it's uh, it's quite it's quite fun. It's uh, he has he has a really fun and interesting and unique way of of kind of seeing the you know the things that everybody sees right but then presenting it in his own in his own uh you know i don't know his own voice i guess he's very witty yeah he is he is um it's (laughs) he's pretty he's pretty great guy uh hopefully to be a guest soon on this uh on this podcast here you talked a little bit about um about voice what what did you hear that maybe you didn't necessarily anticipate you know somebody else reading it with a different voice with a different intonation what did, what what jumped out at you like just a different p- rhythm mm-hmm. in reading it yeah. you know a different pacing mm-hmm. and um and I, I i just think that's something maybe an actor can bring to a story that an author may not have thought about you mm-hmm. know um so the pauses i think really um you know, emphasizing, uh, just taking, and sometimes when it's your own work, you're kind of nervous about it, and so you might rush through it too quickly. Right. Or, um, mm-hmm. and and it's it's great to to um, hear somebody really think about the piece as um, it's more of a performance piece. Exactly. Yeah, and it's uh, you know nerding out on the uh, the audio track um, when I was recording it, I noticed that there was a distinctive arc in the intonation so she got louder as the as the piece reached its uh, you know climax with our two characters there kurt and val you know in the life and death struggle over the dust bunny yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's really i mean it's it's more than that obviously uh you have you know death and life and family and this relationship idea too where you have these two distinct characters one that that really doesn't want to forget the past and the other that is you know uh, jokingly, I mean, literally allergic to it, you yeah. know, and, and kind of coming to, coming to grips with that. And I think, I think the, the power of it beyond the, you know, the, the vacuum noise constantly now in, in my mind, thinking, thinking about the story is just that, that dynamic, you know, how, mm-hmm. how you, I don't see, I don't want to say you adapt as a person in a relationship, but a relationship definitely gives you a different perspective, you know, on, on people. Right, you know. and sometimes you you may not have as the patience with your partner that you should, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and and it's a difficult dance. Yeah, I mean, I'm allergic to cats, and I could only I could only imagine. Thankfully, we've never lived with any my uh, my wife and I. But uh, oh gosh, that would be that would be quite the <laughs> yeah. horrible horrible <laughs> thing to have to deal with. Um, so the next question I have for you is um, a little bit more about San Jose. So. Um, Flash Fiction Forum lives in San Jose. Yeah, it's here. It's 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 a piece of the of the quilt, the patchwork, if you will. Um, why San Jose? Why Flash Fiction Forum in that space? Is it you know? Is it because you know we're we're local? I mean, I grew up here. You know, is is it that? Is it you know this kind of community here that we've that has been established? Well, you know, what makes San Jose kind of this place where these types of things can exist and, and, well, and work? I think, first of all, you know, Lita and I had this partnership and we, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so it's convenient because we're both we're both here. But yeah. um, for me personally, I I just I love San Jose and I'm really invested in downtown San Jose being a cool, cu- you know, cultural 
um, happening place to be. And um, I'm, I'm like, I follow, con you know, every little new venue or new thing that's, that's happening. I'm following it. I'm excited for it. I, I really, um, and I really wanted to see there be a writer's community. Um, and I think uh, a person who's really probably more th more so than us making that happen is Mike McGee. He's um, he's really uh, doing a great job uh, bringing people into uh, the the writers community. But um, I think we we are also um, very determined to make San Jose a place where it's on the map. You know, there's there's there are, there's stuff going on here as far as uh, writing and a reading series. Uh, San Francisco has so many mm -hmm. reading reading series, uh, like oh, Quiet Lightning guys. and Writers with Drinks, and uh, and Oakland has their their stuff. And we, you know, we want San Jose to, to shine. So, Melinda Marks talked a lot about you know the theater community in San Jose and how the um, you know the loss of the Hammer Theater and the San Jose Rep um, kind of in a way allowed these other smaller theaters to, um, to kind of, you know, come into their own a little bit. And, and I think, you know, having the ability to grow, you know, having this, this ability to, to exist in a place where, you know, you, you can, you know, literally walk down the street and meet somebody that, you know, you saw at a reading or you saw, you know, somewhere, I mean, I'm, I'm doing that all the time. I'm running into people and, you know, it's, it's great. I, I love it. And I think that's really important. You know, it's, I have guests on the, on the podcast and they talk about this, you know, sense of community and the sense of, of place in San Jose allowing for it. And I, and I'm just really happy that, you know, it's, it's, it's here and that there are like-minded people coming together to, to make it, to make it happen. Um, here's a question for you. How would you define flash fiction? Um, it's flash fiction. It's, um, it's kind of a, it's not, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it has a definitely something with a narrative. Yeah. And, but so, it, um, so not necessarily like that's what distinguishes it, I think from more from poetry. Mm -hmm. Um, so something that follows a narrative, uh, line and, um, has a sense of like beginning, middle, end, but it's is a very short work. Like uh, we love really, we love five hundred word mm -hmm. pieces, and yeah. um, because they're, I mean, they're hard to do. They are. They're really difficult. They are. You know, the economy of words is is just is difficult in any situation, and then you know, compressing the narrative into it. I wonder why flash fiction, you know, is is something that people are gravitating towards. You know. Well, I now, think, yeah, you know, I think at this age where we're mm -hmm. like tweeting and we're looking on Tumblr and we're uh, rather than absorbing, I mean, people, like, it's, it's sad to say, but n people aren't buying newspapers anymore. People are reading uh, their, their news online. And I think we're just becoming accustomed to mm -hmm. these shorter uh, pieces that we can quickly absorb and move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. Um, love it or hate it, I guess. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> love it though, personally. I, I just, I really like being able to, you know, pick something up, read it, understand it, know the power of it, you know, and, and then find something else by that author, you know, or if I need to go do something else, go do something else. But I don't, I, I do, 
Yeah, it's so hard to write, though, for me. It, it seems is. like it's easy. I mean, I find a lot of my pieces end up being like yeah. 750 or 800. Right. I mean, I find it really hard to get that 500 yeah. sweet spot. Yeah, I'm working on this story right now that's not flash fiction, but it's more of like a kind of a San Jose sort of noir story. But I keep coming back to this, you know, the elements of flash fiction, you know, this sort of word economy and being able to compress, you know, in a, in a noir story, the plot's like, crazy you know yeah, complex or whatever raven but uh, uh, raymond carver yeah of yeah 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 uh, just know. recently got back from hawaii on a, on a trip and there was this um uh restaurant called a house without a key and it was the title of a novel that was the first in the charlie chan detective series oh cool and so i read that and then i thought you know what i gotta write something like this so so i'm trying to but it's hard. That sounds um, awesome. Yeah, it's well, it's fun, you know, in the spare time that I don't have. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that that's always the yeah. that's always the hardest part is finding the space. How do you? What's your process like? Well, writing? I am trying to write a, a novel too, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I find it really hard to be disciplined. I mean, that I think you know, I, there's always stuff to pull you away from the computer, or you know, it's hard to turn off the internet and just focus. So uh, it's tricky. But um, I've just, you know, one th- I've joined a, a, a writer's group and th- where we have to, you know, we try and do a certain amount of pages by a certain time and that helps a lot. Yeah, having the, having the deadline. For yeah. me, it's, you know, having an hour or something, yes. you know, where I can say, you know what, <laughs> that's where I'm going to be doing this, yeah. you know, and, and just kind of having everything else sort of away or turned off, which is hard, right? Because I'm yeah. literally typing it on a Google Word document, right? So it's like, internet's right there. Right. Oh my gosh, I want to check my social media. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why do I need to do that? <laughs> Nothing's changed in 40 minutes, you know, but I think, yeah, the process is really, you have to figure out what works for you and then hold yourself accountable, right? But right. it's it's like the hardest thing in the world, right? You're well, m- well, my problem is I love the research. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I could just research for days. And then and you have to be online. You yeah. know, you got to be checking stuff out. Right. And it gets, it gets it's, a more, it's just a, it's just bad. Yeah. But when, good. It's when is there too much research? You mm-hmm. know, when, yeah. When can you, when do you, ha- when do you know? And then yeah. you, you just don't, <laughs> you just don't. So this novel, give us a, give us a quick it, elevator pitch. Tell us what it's about. Yeah, it's, um, it's about, Two twin sisters. It's kind of like a Shakespearean kind of thing where there's these uh, one twin is kind of like the the um, she's she's gone off backpacking in Southeast Asia and, d- and just never came home, and the other the other twin is the more um, introverted one and she's at home and her parents are just driving or they're just like she needs help. And, uh, she needs to go to South East Asia <laughs> yeah. and backpacking for a and while. She's pissed, and her, and then she kind of man- she gets a, and I, she's a gamer, and she figures out where her sister is. Um, it's, um, and then she decides she's going to go over to, mm-hmm. and get her. You know, she's going to go f- hunt her down, and and it's kind of the story of what happens in this uh, two week period where they're in Cambodia, oh. and she's hun- she's trying to get her sister, and her sister's up to no good. Of course, so, in Southeast yeah. Asia, it's it's hard to stay up to those yeah. good things. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, that sounds that sounds great. It's. Uh, and I kind of got the Persephone yeah. myth thing going a little bit uh-huh. in there too, uh-huh. where you know it's um it's a bit the Wild West over there, and um, are well, we not the Wild West, the Wild East. The Wild East. That's true. Are we yeah. our sister's keeper? I guess. Yes, you know? exactly. And, and how much can a person change? Right. In a different space. Yeah. Probably a lot, I would think, but. Who knows? We're, yeah. we're going to find out, though. Right. Very, very <laughs> soon. Very soon. Well, Tanya, I just want to say thank you very much for, for being here today in this 
not so sweltering hey, this garage. Rustic space. It's it's pretty nice. It's I like pretty the, nice. The beams, the wood beams. The, the redwood, you know, yeah. and my. That, uh, you know, that's probably really first growth redwood. I think uh, it was built in the 1949. So yeah, it could yeah. be. Yeah, it's uh, it's nice. You know, it's nice. It's great. Right. And uh, you're great. So well, so thank you so much for <laughs> oh, having yeah. me here. This thank is a you, pleasure. Tanya Martin, part of the Flash Fiction Forum. Uh, novel in progress and writer of Suck It Up which you just heard on the play on words power app. We'll be right back. We sure hope you enjoyed episode five with Tanya Martin. Remember that on Instagram, you can find us at Play on Words San Jose. You can also follow us on Twitter at Play on Words underscore SJ. And also follow us on Facebook by searching for Play on Words San Jose. For all of your latest information, please check out our blog at playonwordssj.wordpress.com. Thank you very much, and we'll see you next time for the Play on Words Power Half Hour. This is Ryan Alpers, signing off.